not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to Not All Heroes Wear Capes. I'm Tina and I'm here with I'm Betsy. Yay, and here we are. So you and I were having this whole conversation before <laughs> we started. And you're like, can you just hit the record button? Because we need to be talking to mamas about what we're talking about. And I'm like, okay, let's go. So we hit the record button and here we are. We're having a conversation. And what we've been talking about are those things that steal our peace. And we are in the midst of a big change again. You know, four months ago, we all went on lockdown and we've been in four months in this COVID thing. And now we're facing school. And I have, you know, in the Raising Kids Together Zoom room, you know, I got these young mamas and they've been thrown in, literally thrown in and told, all right, now your kids are going to be home and you have to do virtual school with them. And not only that, they're dictating the hours that these mamas have to do schooling with their mom, you know, with their kids. And I'm like, no, like, this is hard. Like you and I have never had to experience anything like that. At least if they were home, you know, when you were homeschooling, you got to choose what time you were going to do that, what your routine was going to look like. And I just feel like, you know, we're, we're in this new place again, where things are being thrown at us that we're not equipped to do, you know, or we don't feel like we're equipped to do. And, but we've got to do this because guess what? Jesus is still on the throne. Jesus didn't fall off the throne when the school district said, either your kids are going back to school right now, you know, normal as usual, or your kids are doing virtual school at home, or you've decided to homeschool. And so Tina, I think too, I mean, even if like, if that's not your experience, if those aren't the things I have a feeling, we're just in a time where a lot of pieces being stolen in a lot of ways. In general. So so if you're hearing us say this and and you heard all those things Tina's saying, but none of those are applicable, I I feel like there's probably an area where the enemy is working overtime Mm -hmm. to steal your piece. Well, I mean, you and I are case in point. I don't have young children. You know, I don't, you know, my kids, the only one I've got's in college and her college is doing college as normal, you know, and, and nothing's really changed there. So, you know, I mean, the only concern I might have, which really isn't a big concern is her health, you know, but, you know, but so you and I are actually in that, but there's this, all the stuff that's stealing our peace. You know, there's all this, you know, and so why is this happening? You know, I think that's the big question, you know, like, why is this happening? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. All I know is Jesus is in control. 
God has not fallen off the throne. He knew all of this from the foundation of the earth. He's moving everything to an appointed end. And like we talked about in the last podcast, we're all going to be having dinner together with Jesus. Yeah, I'm hoping it's soon. <laughs> and this morning I was reading about um, Jesus talking. It was nearing the end of his life. And he was saying, you know, I'm going to be raised up and I'm going to defeat the enemy in my crucifixion, resurrection. Mm -hmm. And and I was reading all that. And, and as you're talking, I'm like, why, why is this happening? And I wonder if part of it is that we've given fear a foothold. And mm -hmm. so I think that's a place we need to check our hearts is have we opened the door, even a crack mm -hmm. to fear and said, come on in, let me entertain you for a little while. Yes. I don't know. It's something to consider. No, I think, I think, that that is right on point because, you know, you get this decision by the school board that this is how you're going to do life come, you know, the end of August, first part of September. And all of a sudden fear has put its toe back in the door and you're going, yes. Oh my gosh, I can't do yes. that. Well, you know yeah. what? Sometimes you just have to fall on the sword and say, no, I can't do that, but I'm going to trust Jesus to help me do that. You yeah. Know. And like around here, our numbers have gone up. Well, I can just fear, feel the f tangible fear yeah. that's rising in people mm -hmm. about, well, how am I going to do this? Well, what should I do there? Well, how? And just, it, I mean, you can almost just mm -hmm. <laughs> feel it. Yeah. In, like the humidity around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can here too. You know, and here's what I tell my girls in the Raising Kids Together room I'm like, listen. You, what is on the media right now is only 5% of truth. Yes. It's 5% yes. or less. These yeah. numbers that they're throwing out, they're throwing numbers out there to create fear. Yes. And we have it, got to stop listening to it. I turn my TV off. I don't, well, we watch, I mean, I, I know for a fact that even in our own community, there are mm -hmm. people who have gone in to get testing who have ended up leaving because they didn't want to be in the line, but they filled out the paperwork and they actually got a thing five days later that said, yes, you tested positive. Right. Somebody, they didn't no. even take that test. And so then they, they, yeah. I, I don't say all that to, to, Yes, political habit, but I say it to say we've got to take everything we're hearing with a grain of salt Absolutely. and run it through the filter of Jesus Christ. Right, right. The word says not to lean on your own understanding. Yes. Not to lean on that. So you think about if you're leaning on something, okay, first of all, let's just throw this out there. What we see with our human eyes is 20% or less of reality. The other yeah. 80% is in the spiritual realm that we can. And it's real. And it's, it's real. real. And that's why we need to walk by the Holy Spirit because the yes. Holy Spirit sees that. So if you're yeah. leaning on 20%, yeah. you're going to fall over. If you're leaning on 5% or less of what the media is saying, you are going to tumble over. Yeah. And, you know, turn the TV off. Watch Nat Geo, watch HGTV. Those are happy places. That's okay. You know, Hallmark. Yeah. I'll put the Hallmark channel on for crying out loud. You know, it, it's like we, we really just need not to fill, we not, need not to fill our brains. Honestly, that has been what has kept me mentally and emotionally stable through all of this. I don't pay attention to it. And then yeah. the other thing is the social media. Listen, if your Facebook is not a happy place, you need to either unfollow 
the unhappy people or don't get on Facebook at all. Don't get on Instagram. Just don't get on social media. You know, I, well, I make my social media a happy place. I'm in control that's me. of my social media. We, yes. We are in control of what we see on social media. Don't be yes. afraid. People aren't going to know if you're not following them. It's just not no. going to up in your feed. It's okay. Yes. You're not unfriending people. You know, and I'm like, we have got to learn and take practical steps on how to stay focused with Jesus because we should be the most winsome people on the planet right now. Because yes. we should be joyful. We should know that Jesus has got this and that no matter what gets thrown at us, we can get through this. People should be looking at us and going, why are you so weird? Why are you so happy? <laughs> Where's that piece coming from? Exactly. And I want to share real quick, Tina, like I, just a little bit of my journey in the last 24 hours because I feel like it's so applicable to what we're talking about right now but I went to bed last night being bombarded with thoughts from the enemy and Mm -hmm. he was just slamming me with garbage and I knew it and so I lay there in the bed and I was like this is not kingdom leaving this is not this and and I began to look at the scenarios that I was hearing because it helped me identify wait a minute that doesn't yield the fruit of the spirit so it was like shame condemnation anxiety Mm -hmm. All of those things. I was like, that's not the Lord. That's not the Lord. That's not the Lord. So I just laid them down and I just turned my focus to the Lord. And I spent some time focusing on God and in prayer. I woke up this morning. Guess what slammed into me the minute (laughs) that I woke up that same crap. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I say all that to say both those things happen in my bedroom. So guess what I'm going to do today? I'm going to pray over my bedroom. Right. I'm going to spend some time in my bedroom praying. And I think I have a prayer on my website (laughs) for bedroom. And if I don't, I might write it today when I'm praying. Yeah, that'd be excellent. But um, so, so I noticed it first thing this morning. It was a diff, but this is the thing. It was from a different angle. Yes. So it wasn't the same stuff as last night. It was Mm -hmm. different. So if I wasn't paying attention, I would not have realized Mm -hmm. It was still the enemy. Right. So when I finally took the time to figure out, okay, wait a minute, this is not from the enemy. I mean, this is from the enemy too. When I went down to have my quiet time, I was like, I need to spend some time focusing on Jesus Christ this morning. Mm -hmm. And I went in the book of John, I think it was chapter 12. And I just spent some time focusing everything in me on Jesus Mm-hmm. And starting from that place. And I turned on my favorite worship music on my Alexa thing. And <laughs> I, I, I even, I turned it down low because I'm a, I get distracted real easily, but I right. thought, you know what? I'm just going to turn this on. Yep. I'm just going to let this play in my house. I prayed over yep. my home. Mm-hmm. So those were very tangible things that I did to get to return to peace and peace as a person. And Mm-hmm. He's the Prince of Peace. And so I just turned everything toward him. Yeah. That was yeah. my and, morning. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, there's times, and this is something as women, we need to do this more often is when I get ready to go to bed at night, if I know I'm being bombarded and I know I'm under attack, which happens because if you're doing yeah. the will of God and you're out there, you know, doing what he's called you to do, you're going to be under attack. I will have my husband pray over me and that is powerful 
Yeah, you know, I will look at him and say, listen, I'm really getting a snot beat out of me right now. I need you to just pray over me right now. Yes. It makes a world of difference when the head of the house takes that authority over his wife and says, listen, Satan, in the name of Jesus, you get out of here. You don't have any ground to be here. That's right. Holy ground. And you are not welcome here. You have to flee because yep. Jesus lives in this house. You know, so and if it's your health too, like understand, like if that's happening, if you're going to mm-hmm. bed and you start feeling garbage in yes. your body, yeah, ask your husband to pray for you. Like I, I can't tell you how many times in our married life that I have started feeling sick, and then I'll say, "Honey, I need you to pray for me," and I want you to know I go to sleep and get up well the next morning. That's right, like, and I completely believe it's because Taylor pr- prayed for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I've been personally just recently fighting a headache and I know it's a spiritual headache and, and, you know, and when we got up this morning, Rod said to me, so how did you sleep last night? And I said that headache, I was fine. And then all of a sudden it slammed me at 3 AM. So we know where it came from because that's when demonic activity is, is at its height is 3 AM in the morning. And he just looked at me and goes, okay, so we're going to be, you know, I prayed against it this morning and it's better but he's going to be praying over me tonight because yeah. there's a battle waging and this whole coronavirus and everything else that's going on is a spiritual battle. And if yes. we don't and come at it from that angle, we are going yes. to get pummeled. It's a spiritual battle. If, if Tina had that headache at three in the morning and she woke up and she started cracking that door open to fear, Oh my Lord, I've got the Corona. It's a headache. <laughs> it's the Corona. Yeah. Like and, uh, if yeah. all, if all of your, I, what I've been doing, if I've had some symptom come up that could be connected with the Corona, I'm like, I do not have it. I right. do not have it <laughs> and I'm not receiving it. And yeah. neither is anybody else in my house. Right. I, I, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I, and I don't say that I'm saying that from the place of number one, we've had experiences at our house where people have been healed and restored. So I have to believe it's true yeah and jesus said that he that he took care of all that that's right and so don't tolerate the fear in that too absolutely it's like yeah uh, yeah of course coronavirus ran through my mind because i've had a headache for 24 hours i'm like oh great we just went on vacation to the beach and now I have coronavirus. I actually think I said that to Rod this morning and he laughed. And I said, He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, I just reject that in the name of Jesus. You know, but, you know, and all of that. And we all go there. I've had people text yeah. message me and say, I have these symptoms. Do you think I have coronavirus? I said, no, I don't think you do. You know, yeah. you might have ate something you d- didn't agree with you. You might have, you might, you might have a cold. You might have allergies. You know, that yeah. makes you feel, you know, whatever. Chances are, if you get coronavirus anyway, you're going to be okay. Cause it's like a yeah. bad cold, really. Yeah. Um, I don't and, want, and I don't want to minimize. To no, I don't want to minimize that this is a serious illness because it can right. be very serious. But for the majority of people, you're not going to die over it. It's going to be like having the flu or like having a cold and you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and there's ways to treat that it's okay. You're, you know, especially if you're not in a high risk thing. I mean, honestly, I'm just going to throw this out there. It might draw some controversy. I don't know, but it, we, the death rate right now is less than epidemic levels, let alone yeah. pandemic. It's, it, it's that low. They can't even call it an epidemic at this point. 
So I'm not really sure what all this stuff is that's going on around here. But well, I, and I want to like hear us say we're we're not shaming you if you no. had those thoughts because we've had them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I took Elizabeth before Brady had to go on a trip and had her test. I was going to get her tested because I was worried maybe she had it and he was supposed to go on a trip. Right. But she did it. Right. And she and the doctor was like, I'm not even testing her. She's she's fine. It's an allergy. Right. She's okay. Right. We're going to give her some over the counter yes. <laughs> allergy medication. Exactly. And to put in her ear. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not saying, but what we're saying is identify what's stealing your peace. Because we're yes. talking about peace thieves. That's right. What's peace thieves. Stealing from me. What, that's the question you have to ask yourself. What is stealing that peace in your life? But yeah. let's talk about practical ways that we yeah. can defeat what's all of this hubbub that's going on around us. You know, number yeah. one, we have to focus on Jesus. Okay. Yes. If you get my devotional yeah. every day, today's devotional when we're recording this was about squirrels. You know, we're on, we're on this path. Okay. Yeah. And our gaze is to be fixed on Jesus. Who's at the end of this path. Okay. And the yes. path winds and turns because that's what life does, but there's squirrels and other animals alongside the path. And all of a sudden the squirrel catches our attention and our gaze is turned. And now we're looking at the squirrel. Well, where does your body go? Your body follows what you're looking at. Next thing yes. you know, you're off in the weeds and you're off the path and you've left Jesus on the path by himself. And, and you're wondering why you're struggling. Well, you've gotten off on the, uh, in the weeds. One of the things I tell my kids is don't get in the weeds and don't drink the Kool-Aid, you know? And the next thing you know, you followed the don't squirrel. Now you're chasing squirrels, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> For those of you who are old enough to remember, don't drink the Kool-Aid, don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> but um, we have to stay fixed on that path. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then some other things that what I have. I Number really, two. Yeah. I've really um, helped, you know, tried to help kid, these women focus that's in my group is say, you know, accept your assignment. Yes. Don't fight so hard. What it says when Saul was on the path to Damascus and, and yeah. Jesus stepped in front of him, he said, why are you fighting me so hard? Why are you kicking so hard against the goats? That's in Acts 26, 14. Don't fight what God is doing in your life right now. Accept your assignment. That doesn't mean for maybe 48 hours, I have a hissy fit because I have to do this. You need to cry. <laughs> you need to grieve. You need to get through all of that. But once you get done with that, if you go longer than two days, you need to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and get on with your assignment that God's given you. So that's a one thing, you know, yeah. let's move forward. Um, we talked about, you know, don't be afraid of doing the hard thing. That's where God yeah. refines us. He refines us in those hard things, you know, um, learning to and he be gives us everything we need. He I mean, if does. we need it, he'll give it to us. Listen, write this down, ladies. God would never insult his children by asking them to do something easy. He's yeah. not going to insult you by doing that. He's going to ask you to do the hard things. Step up to the plate because that means he's going to teach you something. And you're going to be so much better on the other side of that. You're going to have well, grown. There are going to be things that you learn about his heart you never would have learned if you had not stepped into the invitation that he extended to you. There are things yes. and aspects about his character that you would never have known. 
That's absolutely right. I praise God for those hard times. And I've been through some really hard times that I've gone through because they've drawn me closer to him and I've seen him so much better. So we can do that. We have to learn to be content. That's something we learned. Paul talks about, you know, we talk about, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, we forget what the context of that verse is. And Paul's talking about contentment and the good and the bad, you know, and not having anything and having everything. And he was in jail and shackled and all this stuff. And he said, I've learned to be, it's a learning process. This is a process. All of this is a journey. So we go home to heaven. You and I are still walking in it. You know, we have to learn to be that. We have to focus on ourselves less and on others more. You know, we have to believe that God's going to equip us for what he's called us to do. We have to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Don't get ahead of him. Walk with him. Yeah. You know, guard your heart. Yeah. And you know what the biggest thing is? Don't talk about it all the time because the more you talk about your fear and your anxiety and all the stuff that's going on, you are breeding (laughs) it. You are breeding it, not just in your own life, but in your kids' lives and in your friends' lives. Don't talk about it. Talk about some good stuff. What's encouraging? That's what the word says. You know, encourage one another. So, you know what? And here's the biggest thing make a plan. You've got a few weeks. If your kids are doing virtual school, Monday through Friday, what's your week going to look like? Make a plan. Have a routine. The the school doesn't shift and change whether your kid's having a bad day or not. They do school, you know? Yeah. You are the the COO of your home. You are the chief operating officer. Step into that plate. Make it happen. And, so. and find the fun and the joy in the process because there is, there are yes. things that, what's the, the fix your eyes on the, these things. Yeah. Look at that list of the things that you fix your eyes on. Philippians. Yeah. That yields peace. It does. And so yes, it's yes. Life is hard. Yes. And it yes. Is. Life is hard right now for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but does that mean it gets to steal our joy? Does that mean it gets to adjust our focus? No. Right. No, the focus yes. stays the same and we get to choose joy. And, and so that's going to be my prayer for us right now yes. is, uh, is that exact thing. So let me just pray for us. So Lord, I just thank you that we get choices. Mm. I thank you that we're not puppets on a string that you have made us uh, to be your children with gifts and abilities. And I thank you that our choices are going to be ones where we fix our eyes on the things of you and not on the things of the world or the enemy. I thank you, Lord, that today, this very day and right now, we're going to choose joy. We're going to choose hope. We're going to choose the things that yield the fruit of your spirit. And that's what we're going to focus on. And so I thank you, Lord, that you are washing our homes clean of the crap of the enemy Mm -hmm. and that he's not welcome in our homes anymore. And that if he tries to slip in, we'll see him, identify it and clean up, sweep him out as we invite you, Holy Spirit, to fill our homes to the brim uh, day and night. And I thank you that we will step forward in a plan yes. <laughs> to, to bring um, the heart of the Father into the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We know how valuable your time is, and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today. We hope you've been encouraged. 
You can find Betsy at gatheringaround.com and Tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org. Enjoy your day, and we will see you again.